SAFM Radio and at Tabiso Musia on Twitter. We move on to football now after the news that came out yesterday that Pizzo, Musimane and Alakli were parting ways. The club wanted him to stay according to their statement, but the coach said, no, I've done my part here. It's time for me to leave. And Bain Sports reporter Amir Fami joins us all the way in Egypt. Good, good evening, Amir, and thanks for speaking to us in South Africa. Uh, good evening, Tabiso. Pleasure is all mine. Thank you. Did the news of Musimane's departure catch you guys by surprise that side? Well, actually, it wasn't very surprising, um, given that uh, there was uh, some, you know, some ex- uh, exchanged messages between uh, Mosimani and uh, Al-Ahli board, uh, even through the media. And uh, there has been some feeling that uh, this season would be his last. But uh, it, it's still an early departure. I mean, he, he could have waited until uh, the end of the season, uh, which is due to end in Egypt uh, in uh, late August. But um, yes, to, 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 to just resign with uh, like um, less than 10 days before a derby game against uh, Zamalek, actually less than a week because uh, the game is on uh, 19. Um, this was a little bit surprising. And um, if there was a, an intent, a mutual intent to, to, uh, to terminate the contract from both parties, uh, why, uh, why, the, why did the, the wait uh, during the whole of in the, the international calendar it took like 12 days when the when the when the when the decision could have been made earlier there were talks that he was not on the bench for the last game is that correct yes he was not there and, and was uh, there a reason for the that the following day he didn't even take uh, leave the training uh, oh. before uh, his resignation uh, no it was uh, actually because uh, the his assistant his, his egyptian assistant sami qumsan uh, was leading the training session uh, the training sessions over uh, over the ten day over the past ten days when uh, Pizzo was uh, on vacation, uh, whether in South Africa or uh, then later on uh, in Morocco for uh, doing the calf license. So uh, it was Sami Kumsan leading the the training session, leading the, the preparations for the game. So it was like uh, agreed on something that they both agreed on that he would uh, take control of the game. Uh, and it was the game was was not as important as um, many people would think. It was uh, just a cup game and then a preliminary round. So uh, and against the second division team, so uh, there was no, there wasn't a lot of uh, attention around the game. Hmm. What was interesting with the statement Amir was that the club said they wanted him to stay, but he refused. Why did he refuse? What was he not happy with, from your understanding? Well, as far as I understand, it was um, he he felt pressured all the time. He felt like whatever he could, whatever he could do, whatever he could offer, whatever he he deliver for he delivers for Alali, um, it still won't be enough. And uh, as I always say, Alali is one of the most, thing, if not if not the most, uh, demanding um, atmo- working atmosphere in world football. It's very difficult to, to work for Alali. And if you look at uh, coaches who worked uh, over the, the past decade for Al-Ahli, none of them exceeded the two years. So to stay like something near than two years uh, for Pizzo, I think it's positive. Of course, he, he achieved uh, lots of things here, back-to-back Champions League, back-to-back bronze medals at the FIFA Club World Cup. Uh, this will, not, will never be for, uh, forgotten. Uh, but at the same hand, um, Al-Ahli's fan base, Al-Ahli's board are always demanding. They, they want the team to overperform. They want the team to be convincing. Um, and, uh, you know, uh, losing uh, the league title last year to uh, our rival Zamalek uh, didn't go very well. 
even though there was uh, continental success. But still, um, Al Ahli's culture is to uh, just to finish first um, in every front. And this is uh, very exhausting. Even uh, Pizzo's predecessor, uh, the Swiss uh, Rene, Rene Weiler, mm. yeah, he complained a lot about uh, this uh, this culture uh, that they, they're all, it's always imperative to win. Nevertheless, um, what you uh, what you offer or what you achieve on other fronts. And and we've also had talks that Alakli were also not happy with some of the comments that he made when he was here in South Africa recently. Yes, yes, this is uh, absolutely true, um, because uh, yeah, Pizzo actually is a media-friendly guy, and uh, that's something that I really like uh, about him, uh, because I work in media as well. Uh, but, uh, you know, the culture of um, managing clubs, big clubs in Egypt, uh, you always have to be cautious when speaking to media, you always have to arrange that with the board first. Uh, you, you cannot just, uh, as a board member or as a club president, uh, open the media and find that your your uh, your team coach has uh, made an interview with a radio or a TV station elsewhere. So the the, the culture here is that you have to arrange everything beforehand, uh, and maybe that's why uh, people here uh, got a little bit angry. And also that the 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 content of the of, of most of the interviews was the, the was the something of complaining about the, uh, the the demanding atmosphere here in Egypt. Um, people say, that, no, you have to, uh, to, to deal with that pressure. You have even to enjoy that pressure and it's part of the job, et cetera, et cetera. So it's not, um, it didn't go really well here in Egypt, the feedback of, uh, of his interviews. Yeah, no, I, I understand why you also like him for the media, from the media, because he always gives you quotes for days, uh, Pizza Musimane. Eh? Um, but what about the talk that he also wanted to bring on board, a lo- uh, that Al-Akhli actually wanted to bring on board, a local assistant coach, something Pizza was not happy with? Is there any truth to this? Are you aware of it? Yes, uh, every, it, it has been going on like for, for months now, no, no, not only for... Uh, for a few days, the Al-Ahli board always wanted to add a new Egyptian coach to, uh, to the technical staff. Uh, Pizzo was uh, totally convinced that the, uh, the current staff was uh, more than enough uh, for him to, uh, to do all the work needed. Uh, but Al-Ahli's board, uh, they believed that uh, like leading a training session with 30 players, uh, having to play a game every three days, uh, all of that needs um, needs more uh, more assistance to Pizzo to, to make that the technical decisions. Um, they believe that he, he really studied uh, the the opponents very well when it come when it came to, uh, to to continental competitions like CAF Champions League or CAF Super Cup or even FIFA Club World Cup. But in the Egyptian Premier League, he didn't seem to be uh, really adapted to uh, to the approaches. Uh, to to be really studying the the opponents with the um, with the same amount of care that he showed for uh, for other uh, teams on continental level, uh, that might not be true. But I mean, I'm just explaining what uh, the, the board was uh, thinking about. So they they said that adding a, an Egyptian assistant, another Egyptian assistant, might help him um, reach more and or further understanding about uh, local opponents. But overall, now Amir, that he has left Ij- uh, Al Ahly, how do how do you look back, or how do Egyptians look back at his time in Egypt, and how do Al Ahly fans view Pizzo Musimani? Of course, Pizzo Musimani has done so many great things here. I mean, uh, he broke a barrier. He he proved that you don't have to get a European coach to succeed. Um, we Africans have we we can share experience. Um, 
he 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 fit from day one. I mean, uh, from day one there was a difference uh, when Al Ahly uh, defeated the Wydad of Casablanca uh, away from home 2-0 in the 2020 Cup Champions League semi-final, um, and uh, he 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 loved the people. He loved the culture, and people the fans also loved him. Uh, he there was there wasn't a day that he walked uh, somewhere in Cairo, and uh, and he, you didn't find the, like tens of pictures that fans taken with him. Uh, so the people here really really loved him. Uh, the uh, they loved the way he, he spoke in press conferences. Uh, they loved his interviews. They loved everything about him because he he, he was an African. I mean, he didn't g he didn't give us that uh, the that superior European treatment, like, uh, I know better than all of you. No, he didn't treat uh, the public opinion like that. And um, two back-to-back -back Champions League titles, two back-to-back -back bronze medal, even the golden generation in the, in the uh, first decade of the millennium didn't achieve uh, two bronze medals at the World Cup. And I think uh, Pizzo really left his mark in, uh, in Egypt, and he will be always uh, remembered. And uh, the, the challenge now for Al-Ahli board is to find the replacement who can keep the expectations as high as they were with Pizzo. Uh, I'm not talking about the league. I'm not even talking about the CAF Champions League, but at FIFA Club World Cup to go there and beat South American and, uh, no, er, and even North American teams is something that's not easy. Al-Ahli has always been present at the FIFA Club World Cup, but it was only once that they got to the semi, uh, they, they won a bronze medal. So uh, will be uh, his successor able to repeat that feat, uh, it's really doubtful. Yeah. And any indication now what could be next for Pizza Musemane? Yeah, there uh, actually there was uh, there was an uh, interest from um, some uh, a few clubs from Gulf countries. I'm speaking about Qatar and uh, United Arab Emirates. Uh, they were highly interested in Pizzo uh, when he uh, he showed uh, what he can do with Al Ahly in the FIFA Club World Cup uh, in both editions. Uh, there were some contacts, but uh, as far as I know, he he wanted to win uh, a third consecutive Cup Champions League with Al-Ali, but uh, it just wasn't to be when Al-Ali lost in Casablanca uh, to Widad uh, uh, last month. So uh, uh, there are offers on the table, but um, of course, uh, if you if you are talking about finances, uh, offers who come uh, which come uh, usually from Gulf countries are maybe double or treble of what uh, an African coach can be paid. Uh, in his own continent, uh, so it will be uh, very hard to uh, to say no for offers from there, and that reminds me with what happened with Frenchman uh, Bruno Metsu after leading Senegal to glory to took a quarter final in the World Cup uh, 2002. He went to uh, to work in Qatar and United Arab Emirates, and uh, he never came back to Africa. So I believe if uh, Pizzo um, accepts the challenge of uh, working there. It will be very difficult to uh, to lure him back to to Africa. What about national team there in Egypt? Uh, I, I I don't think it uh, it it will happen um, because um, there it will take like uh, quite a few days uh, just to sort out uh, what the EFA is going to do with the current manager Ihab Galal. Uh, we all expected that he was going to be sacked immediately after uh, the South Korea friendly, which uh, Egypt lost 4-1 uh, today. But uh, there's still uh, some uh, consultations about uh, his successors. There's some also trials to get Carlos Quiroz back, but it's, it's, it's highly unlikely because as far as I know, he's going to coach an Asian national team. 
So um, I don't think Pizzo is going to have a chance, uh, especially after uh, the way that uh, he left uh, with Al-Ahli. I mean, the public opinion uh, will not be happy to see him just back again uh, very swiftly after leaving Al-Ahli. And um, as, as far as everybody knows, the, we expect him to announce signing for, uh, for a golf club. And just finally then, Amir, a lot of South Africans are interested in what the future holds for a certain Pesi Tau who was brought back, who was brought back to the continent and to Al-Akhli by Pizzo Musimane. How do Egyptians feel about Pesi and what do you think the future holds for him? Well, Pesi Tau is a highly skillful player. Everyone here adores his talent. Uh, he is definitely um, uh, an experienced player. is um, uh, very useful for Al-Akhli, but maybe... The, the position in which he played in. I mean, uh, Pitsu uh, in his uh, last days with Al-Ahli used to play Percy Tau as a striker or as a false nine, and Percy didn't fit very well in, in, in that position. Uh, maybe they see that if, uh, if, uh, if Percy Tau can play on the left wing and cut inside or on the right wing and still cut inside, he will be more effective. Uh, I believe... Um, Whoever uh, the, the next coach for Al-Ahli is, even if they get a coach from Europe, it will be no problem for Percy Tau because Percy already uh, has shown his class in, uh, in Europe. Um, so I think his, uh, his position as Al-Ahli is safe. It would be, it would be more dangerous for, uh, for another foreigner playing in Al-Ahli like uh, Luis Mikisoni, the Mozambican player, which Al-Ahli signed from Simba uh, last year. But for, P- for Percy Tau, I'm pretty sure that he's going to, uh, to carry on with Al-Ahli. Okay, wonderful. Amiri, thanks for finding time to speak to us here in South Africa. Thank you, Tabis. It's always a pleasure, brother. Thank you, Amir Fahmi, a being sport reporter. They're giving us the latest from Egypt. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back with your reaction. And also, we're still, we are still going to speak to the coach of the Stormers, John Dobson.